Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes that they can't get to work for whatever reason. Uh, as always, I am joined by producer Joel. Hello, Mark. Your hair's getting higher. It is. It won't stop. You, Although I've got a haircut booked for next week. You look like the the old Seven Up cartoon. Do you remember that? Who's that? No. On the, on the adverts, like it was like a pencil drawing. I haven't seen that for probably twenty five years. So I maybe I forgot. Maybe I've got that wrong. He used to have. Oh, that guy. Is he got high hair? Fido Dido. What is that his name? Apparently so. Right. Yeah, he's got looks like you. Big tall hair. Yeah, that does look go. like me. I recognize. I recognize this yeah, guy. Yeah, used to be in the adverts and on the cans. Yeah, I believe I, he's a pretty he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Do you want to hear? Maybe me? I won't get it cut. Do you want to hear my Seven Up joke? I'm going to go into the hairdressers with a picture of Fido Dido and say, yeah. do this <laughs> I'll do my Seven Up joke. I was doing a crossword. I'd said to my girlfriend, the clue is lemon carbonated drink. She says seven up. I said no, six across. Lovely. That is good. Yeah, it's a good one, eh? That's good. Um, wicked. Good to see you, Joel. Has anything interesting been happening? Mm, not really. Mate, what about you? Um, nothing more for me, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, everyone. <laughs> no, uh, nothing very exciting, Joel. But we'll tell you what is exciting. Well, what? I'll tell you what is exciting. We've got Sarah Millican this week, part two. Yes. And guess what it was last week? What was it? Sarah Millican, part one. So and if you've pe- not listened to that. Listen to it. Go and listen to it and then come and listen to this. Yeah, or listen to this and then listen to that. It probably doesn't matter. It probably doesn't, you know, is it? Wow, it? all out of sync. Yeah. But also <sighs> people really liked last week's episode. We've had loads of great feedback. And people particularly liked the chat about the tiptoe joke. Mm. We get lots of comments about that. Do you remember that bit, Joel? I think I do, tip-toeing yeah. But remind around. the listeners, Mark. Well, ballet. Let's do a ballet school. And I, I own a ballet school and my dad doesn't like it. So we have to tiptoe around it. Something mm-hmm. like that. I haven't nailed it yet. I haven't done a proper gig yet to try it. But I will do. <laughs> so this week, we've got Sarah again. Hey! Arguably... An even better episode. Much Amazing. more joke chat, I believe. Heavy on the joke chat. Yes, the way we like it, Joel. Here she is. So what else have you got then? What else have I got? Um, on your list. I've got... 
um, so I had a thing the other day. So um, I think it's partly from being sort of <laughs> bullied as a kid that if somebody says something horrible about me, I always think, can I make this funny and can I use it on stage? Because then there's nothing mm. more of uh, sort of good revenge than ultimately making money off an insult. So somebody yep. said recently, I put a photo <laughs> of myself up on social media, like I do a lot, and it was a nice photo. It was, it was that pre post gig or post tele record it was in the house but it was that i get that flush on my neck and i feel alive and i like how i look then it's probably the only time i really genuinely think i look all right and somebody said have you ever thought of having your nose thinned slimmed that was it and <laughs> i which is just an odd thing to say and i just don't think you can say to anybody um i don't think you can ever suggest plastic surgery to somebody unless it's a medical thing or you know if it's something that's bothering them or you know i just i think you need yeah, a lot yeah. of you need a lot of input from the other person before you then go have you thought about plastic surgery so <laughs> yeah and then i started to talk to a friend of mine because i have little writing sessions with other comics that we you know you probably have these as well where mm. you kind of all go i've got an idea and then you all help and oh take it in this direction and then you yeah, help them yeah. with them and i love those and hmm. I was talking to them and I said, like yeah, this. a bit like this. Yeah. And I said, cause that's what I said to Gary. I said, sometimes I listen to your podcast and people haven't used it for how they should. And I'm like, I've got a list of jokes I want them to fix. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I, I said, what if I got it done and like my glasses constantly fell off my nose or like I had to buy new sunglasses cause they were always just, wee, just constantly, oh, just catching every time I put them on. A... And then I said, so that worked a bit when I tried it, but then the bit that didn't work, and I think I know why, but maybe you can help if there's a way of doing it, is I, I said, then what if people didn't recognise me? And what if I said to them, mm. no, I was in Dirty Dancing. And they were like, no, you weren't. And I'd be like, no, I was in Dirty Dancing. And they were like, no, you, you weren't in Dirty Dancing. Yeah, you know, baby in the corner, that was me. Now, the reason they don't get that is because they don't know that Jennifer Grey had plastic surgery on her nose and then pretty much never worked again or didn't work as much again and they don't know that i think it's hilarious to imply that i'm jennifer gray now because if people don't recognize me i could be jennifer gray but they didn't know that so that bit went like a damp squib so yeah. i don't know if there's a way of saying it without earlier on having to do a bit about jennifer gray and dirty dancing i you know i did i did this in one of my shows I had a load of jokes that were, were very niche. So at the beginning, I just got a list. I said, right, this is, these are all the facts that you need to know. <laughs> and what what happened was it was really good because it, they worked as callbacks. Of course. To, to things that weren't jokes. So I sort of cheated. Callback to call a fact. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what? I It didn't always work very well because the people coming to watch, they did. I'm, I'm not famous, so they don't they don't they're not invested so when i started i think it felt a bit weird to a lot of the audiences they're like oh we don't why why is this fun we don't get what he's doing right. i mean eventually they worked it out but it did make the beginning of the gigs tougher and i'd say that they, that was the hardest show i've had for response and i had to work really hard after that bit but i think it's something that and how did you if i get to a point where people how did you frame people, it though when you said these are some facts you need to know is that all you said yeah i, I think i Oh, it was a couple of years ago now. I think I said there were going to be some niche jokes in the show where you had to know oh, I love this. certain things. I think I just, I basically explained the situation and I told them that the um, in Game of Thrones, the Unsullied <laughs> are eunuchs. Um, I, you see, that's the sort of thing I would have which, loved. <laughs> just teeing up but stuff I feel like later if on. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I could do it 
in a eventually in a tour show if i get to a point where people are coming to see me i think they'd allow me that but you're don't you always have your title is always one line or a or a or a yeah mm. so i mean that's yeah it's yeah not, anyway <coughs> excuse me because you're not mm. getting people in who are like i wonder if it's gonna be storytelling <laughs> no yeah yeah no honestly my gigs in edinburgh improved so much since i named move. my show that such a smart move because i used i used to have clever titles right where I never have puns or anything, but I'd always have... So my first ever show was called Mr. So MR, which is an awful title for getting people in. But it was all just for one joke in the show where I say, I didn't want to call it Mr. Just when the application form came at the top, it said title. (laughs) That's great. So, yeah, and like reviewers liked it because it's, I mean, that's a lot of foresight, but... I'd get they wouldn't know what they were coming to, and it'd be tough because if I'd get people that don't like one-liners. So as soon as I said it's called one-liner, just one, it, it was busy without having to fly. It's or interesting because sometimes when you think of a title and it's a funny title, you realise you could actually use the joke still by saying I was gonna call it and still get the joke. Ah. Interesting you say that, yeah, because I've I've got I've basically I've got a thing where I've got the posters, and I'm go- I'm going to bring them out and say I've called it one liner or whatever, just so you know what you're getting. It's a nice in, and then I say this is what I called the first show, this is what I called the second show, so I still get the last yeah. for those jokes, and technically you know, that the jokes from an old show, but it doesn't matter. It's, a ch- it's just a little cheat, isn't it? But it's so yeah. But I was trying to think of more titles, like you just said. As in, I wanted to call it this, but I can. Yeah. So I because get some new when ones I wrote my book well. and I called it "How to Be Champion" because I wanted it to be kind of self-helpy as well as uh, about uh, my life, and I had asked Gary mm. for a suggestion uh, for something to do with champion, like as a title, like wordplay, because he's good at that, and he said "heavyweight champion," and I was like, "No fucking way!" <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, he suggested "older and wider." I could use "older and wider" somewhere in it and then I said what about control because it was going it was my tour show was called control enthusiast and I was like if you got any ideas about control and he said the fat controller because he doesn't think about feelings he just thinks about <laughs> wordplay but all of that went in the book because it was hilarious but it didn't I didn't have yeah, yeah, to call the book a funny thing to get the joke still yeah so if you'd it's easy mm. hindsight is a wonderful thing but if you'd mm. called it one liner and then still done the mr joke it would have worked yeah and, it, and it's yeah it's, yeah of course it's having you know i remember mm-hmm. wanting to come on stage to a funny not a funny song but a song that i could then say something off the back of and it would be zing zing already when i was in edinburgh and jared yeah. christmas really smartly said they won't be listening really to what song is playing before you come on so if you want to do a mm. joke off the back of it you're going to have to tell them what the song is which often kills the joke because you're telling them you know mm. too much so and that was such smart advice because it meant that i just came on to anything and then started the show rather than like oh did you know you went okay <laughs> so but so but i think having anything that describes what you're doing like my shows are always mm. describe me so it's home bird outsider it's always just me it's never a thoroughly modern mm. millican was just a play on words i suppose but mostly it's just me and it's because i mean usually i don't I don't know what it's about until a preview stage, which is way later than it's been yeah, on yeah. sales. The same as Edinburgh, mm. you know. Um, but that's it. I mean, it's really smart because you must, while you might not get people who understand 
the setting up of the facts before the jokes pay off, you'll still mm. get a lot more comedy literate people than most because you're getting people who yes, write one-liners yeah, yeah. and it's the purest form, isn't it? Mm. And then those sort of people do appreciate it more when you eventually get to the the callback yeah. to what you were talking I think about if I, if I just went out and went, hey guys, just before I start, <laughs> you know, Jennifer Grey, you know, Dirty Dancing, yeah, she had a nose job, didn't really work very oh, yeah. well after that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think if I could write another joke about Dirty Dancing that could somehow throw that fact in. But I think what I need to do, I had oh, to- go on, no, go on. I had, I had, I, I never did it, but on Twitter I had a joke about um, Dirty Dancing being a film that's got lots of twists and turns, or I like a film with lots of twists and turns, you know, like Dirty Dancing. Yeah. But it didn't really. Oh, I like it. I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. It's nice. But yeah, that just reminded me it's of nice. it. Nice. But I really like the. So when you did the the glasses bit, that's a really funny idea of because you. you because there's something nobody would even think about when thinking about a nose job. Oh, good. Is my glasses won't my glasses won't <laughs> they, fit. So I really, I think that's great. Did did that work as a bit? Yeah. So or do you felt like you still need but the I other bit? But I felt like that was the lead in to the building up to the hilarious mm. dirty dancing, of it. and that's what I love about a new material gig where you find out the bit that was just the getting on the way to the punchline bit is funnier than the punchline. Yeah, I, I quite like the idea of different plastic surgeries of like. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get a boob job because obviously I'd have. You know, I can't afford new bras. Yeah. Yet you're paying all that money for a boob job. Like there's, I quite like. That, that's just because I. I've never heard anyone think well, of that. Like the effects it, that I've got a, that would I've have. I've got a bit about uh, hand my my massive hands, which to you look normal and to me look normal, but for two years in a row I've not been able to get gloves from John Lewis and Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> I can't get leather gloves because my hands are too big. So I've got about eight minutes about my massive hands. So then I was talking to Haley. She's one of the comics that I write with, mm. and she. And then I was yeah, talking yeah. about my massive hands and my massive nose, and I was like, it's just God's way because otherwise I wouldn't be able to blow my nose because I'd have, like, <laughs> have to blow it like this if I had normal sized hands. How can I blow my mask? And this is how. So it, when I can't get leather gloves in Marks and Spencer's, it's hurtful. They've gone, no, 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 your hands are too big for gloves. Um, so then if I can make material, this is how I work on everything. If I can mm. make material out of that and then do it on stage yes. and then everybody laughs and it's so ridiculous and I get paid from those gigs, mm. that becomes, yeah. you know, much less poisonous to me. Yeah. So so have you tried the gloves idea? Yeah. So try that. Uh, and actually, because <laughs> I contacted Marks and Spencer's on Twitter. And <laughs> of course you did. Complain. And they basically sent me like this. I read some of it out because it was hilarious. It wasn't supposed to be funny. But they'd said they were going to like have meetings about me. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be like... Meetings? <laughs> Well, I'm having that. But there was going to be meetings. They were going to have the, the scarf, glove and hat department team. Team, that was it. We're going to have meetings. So I like the idea that probably about now, because they've got it, they're going to have meetings about Sarah Milligan's hands and whether we should let her have leather gloves this year or not. Because they stopped at large. There was no extra large. And Marks and Spencer is all about the extra. You know, you can get extra large and everything. Because, you know, mm. And they just stopped at large. They were just like, mm, none for you. And then, uh, so I like the idea that there might be meetings, but not mittens. Very funny. Um, but I think there's a link. I think if I could do 
Mm. The hands bit and then later on the nose bit, maybe part of the nose bit would be a callback to the hands bit. The trouble if you start with the hands bit is you haven't mentioned having a big nose before that. And no, I don't think anyone f- thinks that. So would that might come out. How would you first get... Because if you'd already mentioned a big nose and then you say, well, that, oh, how would I blow my nose? Bang, they'd get the, the, ah. the reference back to it, wouldn't they? Whereas if you, if you haven't mentioned your nose before, would you have to sort of spell it out a bit more? Well, I don't know because... you'd get a laugh on... Said- one of the things I said when I did the nose bit was, um, like, because they said, have you ever thought of having your nose slimmed? And I said, like, of all the things, if I'd made a list of everything that needs slimming <laughs> on my body, I would, my nose isn't even on it. Like, there's so much other work needs doing first. And then I could have, and I forgot, but I could have added in, like, my hands, for example, the idea that then I, I could fit gloves, you know. But I think this is yeah. what happens in previews as ah. I work it all mm. out in different orders and then try and find... And also I bring... Um, so Tien and Duyeb, who I adore, is so good at finding callbacks. And because I'm working oh, on okay. this for years, I don't always spot them because I put them in an order and he sees them in that order and goes, mm. well, obviously you call back to that. But they're so... They're mm. so in a circle to me. They're not in a straight line that I don't always see them. So yeah, he yeah. comes to a really late preview and just gives me like a bit of paper oh, with like good. 10 potential callbacks on. I'm like, thank God for you. So uh, <laughs> so I think it'll be a case of as I'm previewing it and putting it in different order to work out which maybe even works as a thing together. Maybe it doesn't have to be separated. Maybe it's just a bit yeah, about yeah, all, all oh, the yeah, fat bits of my body that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, <laughs> but it still works as a callback, even if it's together, yeah. isn't it? I think. Yeah, like, it doesn't it, have to be You too still far get away. that satisfaction yeah. as an audience member because you wouldn't be. You just be all you'd have to say is, "How would I blow my nose?" Yeah, and they they'd get what you're saying. Yeah. So it's. And I'm, but I think, I think that's a, a, a to- really good topic of. Like the effects of plastic surgery. plastic surgery that you wouldn't normally think about. Maybe you could even, I mean, no, this is stupid. It wouldn't, wouldn't make any sense. I was thinking if your glasses would fall off in the show at some point. But if I'd had a boob job, my glasses would fall off and land on the floor. <laughs> if, I had a, like, if I'd had a breast <laughs> reduction and also uh, like I had a thigh gap... <laughs> I'd smash glasses every day. So basically, day. your entire body is designed to keep the glasses on your head. <laughs> and if, <laughs> and if they fall, them anyway. they fall on a cushion <laughs> of some yeah. kind. One of the cushions yeah. on the way down. It's all about... And I have worn glasses longer than I've done anything else, but I've been I've been wearing glasses since I was six, so nearly nearly 40 years. So it, And I've never broken any. Yeah. And now I know why. And, really? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's great. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> Thank you. Because you you've never been on TV without glasses, have you? Like your your that is your your look. Yeah, it's it, it, so it sort of became my. It be I wore them on stage anyway because I used to when I was little. I was told I didn't need to wear them all the time, but then I just got lazy, so it was just easier just to always have them on. Um, and then I Who? stopped taking them off. Well, because I'd have to take them off, and I had I was I had a handbag, and I was like six. 
<laughs> because it had loads of compartments. I love a compartment. And it had a special one for your glasses. So I had a proper handbag at the age of six. What a twat. Anyway, uh, why was she bullied? So many reasons. And um, and I'd have to put them on to read the blackboard, put them on to do this. Put this. So I just left them on. It was, it was more, it was lazy, but in a good yeah. way, rather than just not putting them mm. on at all. Um, and then I just started wearing them all the time. And then it became easier when I'm out and about, if I want to go shopping or whatever in past times, uh, I could take them off and there would be less chance of being recognised so kind of could go about normal business without them uh, on. Yeah. Because it's like reverse yeah, of Except Superman. you keep whacking into stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. It's the, I'm, I am the opposite of Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, who's that, who's that old comedian that used to always adjust his glasses like that maybe that's the reason he's had a nose job and they keep falling down <laughs> who was that who is it it's like one of ernie, ernie oh um uh, eric morcom is yeah 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 was he known I for think that he might have been yeah i think a lot of people have imitated it since then it's... but i think it might have been him maybe mm. he'd had a nose job <laughs> an yeah. ill-advised nose job <laughs> and a boob reduction so <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's smashing glasses all over the place. Um, do you want any more, or is it time? Have we got to wrap it up? Um, we could do another one if you want. Yeah. Um, have you got another bit? I can't work out timing. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, we could probably do one more uh, bit. I mean, it's not, it doesn't really matter. What else if have you've I got, got stuff to do, no, no, no. I'm happy. I'm enjoying myself. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. So I had a thing. I like talking about jokes. So, one thing I have got which is really new. So this has only been tried once, mm-hmm. and I wrote it. A friend of mine invited me to her wedding, but it's on my birthday. So, oh, nice. yeah. So I've made a list of all the things, like life events, and put them in order of importance, starting with the least important. Aye. So it, basically it says, like, you're, <laughs> like a christening is not more important than anything. <laughs> a christening is just, I don't, I don't care. Um, and then a baby shower is slightly better because they might be cake. And then I darted in, in amongst those things like a new John Lewis opening or a stationary delivery or an episode of Strictly Come Dancing. But it's it's only funny occasionally. And I think it's because it's too long. See how long it is. Because what I tried to do was... What I sometimes do on a list thing is I'll put like 30 things on a list and I'll tick the ones that are funny and then I'll try and do a list yeah. with just them and see if that's funny and sometimes that's not funny either. You know, and yes. so I don't know if you had any... I've Go got, on. I had a, a list of... I did. I do a thing sometimes where I, um, I list all the heckles I've had in the year. Right. And then I just read them out. And it, well, if I just listed all the funny ones it wouldn't work it needs those others in between yeah to make the I guess funny ones funny exactly yeah exactly compared to the, yeah. yeah so so like yeah i, I know what you mean the fact that i said a little funeral and a big funeral got a laugh because a little funeral to me is one where i don't get to go in one of the nice cars <laughs> because yeah. it's a it's a better way of saying somebody's died who's not that close yeah and a big funeral yeah, yeah, yeah. is either one where you get to go in one of the cars or it's like princess diana like one that's televised and you have to yeah. drop everything for um so that worked but i think if i just said funeral i don't think you it get would cake at funeral you do there's definitely at least sausage rolls that's funny if the cake keeps coming yeah. up <laughs> well actually what will be funny is if cake comes up on real ones where cake is there and then something where there can't be cake and you say because there's cake yeah. Or something. Or just, so, I could bring cake. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
yeah, and then you just after a while you just realise actually I could bring cake to a christening. Yeah, of course I could make everything better, but then I realised right at the very top, like third from the top, was a night in because it's better than anybody's life event is a night in, and then <laughs> Sally Ann Haywood very correctly pointed out when I was talking to her about it, uh, which is at the top though. And is it your birthday or is it your wedding? And I was like, it's your birthday because your wedding you've got to share with somebody else. So well, your birthday is just for you, special all day. So I think there's something in it, but I just don't know what the order of the things are. And I, and I don't know how many funny things and not funny things. And it's it's knowing how they play off each other. And I think that'll just come from doing mm. it over and over again with different amount of things in a different order. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, and with the so the way into it is when something clashes. Well, because I, for me, it's it's always working. Well, I'm always gigging when these yeah. things happen. So it's like it's always what's more important, a gig or. Well, I took work out of it wedding. because work would be a, 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 an important thing or a good thing would be bigger than all of this, my birthday included. Yeah. So I took work out of it because yeah. I thought that was a bit unfair. And mm. also it's not the same It's not the same for the audience because they would go, oh, no. well, of course I won't go to work, it's your wedding. Where I'd be like, I've got a, yeah. got, got a tour show, I can't come to your wedding because I can't cancel a tour show. See, for me also, I enjoy co- my gig. Like it's not like a job to me. So, no, I love so it. So I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd rather gig than go on holiday. And it's so sad. No, it's not. It's, but I it's really part would. of the job though. It's so, it's like I was saying before, it's so part mm. of us that you, it's the way I feel the most normal is on stage. And that feels fucked mm. um, <laughs> completely. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Like I, I would rather talk to 2,000 people than be at a party. <laughs> I hate parties. I can't do 30 people in the same room as me, but I can do 2,000 over there for sure. But yeah, I, the yeah, way yeah. I got into it, I'd said, is my birthday more important than a friend's wedding? What's a christening more important than, if anything, whose funeral would you cut a holiday short for? Mm. And it's uh, that. Yeah. And I think it's, I think a lot of people have this. Like if... My friend is a good friend and she's. it's going to be a lovely wedding, but I just don't know if I don't want to feel special on my special day. <laughs> like, I had a 40th birthday party uh, five years ago, two days after. It wasn't on my birthday. It was two days after my birthday, which is one of my really good friends' 40th. But she was born two days after me. So it was her 40th birthday on my birthday party day. And she said, I'm sorry, I can't come. And I was like, it's totally fine. I totally get it. You don't want to come because... Yeah. everybody will be like singing to me and there'll be everything about me and it's your birthday i totally get it and you can't just say oh also it's hers you can't add that on you know so yeah, but yeah. i think do you think it's got potential a hundred percent as a topic i think there's lots you can do with it and you could give it examples of things that you've like is there a way you could give an example of when you've tried to combine two things that hasn't really worked like a funeral and oh, that's a nice something idea. else things that don't work together at all or well, you, like you might the, even find one of the things on my list is like an unplanned mcdonald's and you could do that on the way home from a funeral but you could have birthday and funeral and to do with opening up usually you, you, you're excited to open a big box or something <laughs> So, that's great like there, there might be but lots also, of links but there. a funeral if you said it depends if you're invited to the day part or the evening <laughs> yeah. part like it was a wedding <laughs> <laughs> if you just do the day part you can go to the wedding you can go to the birthday party after that 
the idea that there's an evening do of a, of a funeral. But this, yes, yeah, <laughs> opening a big box is great. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe there's a list, but there's a sides on the way. Mm, yeah, and just because I like a list. I had in the last show, I had two lists, and I had them in a notebook. And I wrote them out, and it was a nice change yep. of, instead of me because I don't move; I just stand with the mic in the stand. Mm. So it was a way of me being able to move about, yep. but all uh, not move about, but like gesture and and have something different to look at. But also, I used to write in it because my tours are long. I used to write in it. You're doing great, <laughs> really. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I'd have one list on one side, and then uh, and then over the page another list, and on this page I'd have you do a great. <laughs> I've did that before when I did a telly gig and I was really tired, and I wrote a note because I knew I was coming back to an empty hotel room on my own, obviously, and I wrote a note uh, on and put it on the pillow, and I left, and I'd totally forgotten about it, and I came in, and I just said you did great, and I was like yeah. <laughs> now I'm just trying to think if you can work that into your show if by sort of te- including the audience in that as a thing you do and then later as a callback just when you go to read something out just be like read the wrong page or remember i was telling you about jennifer gray here's another thing (laughs) (laughs) at the top of the show but yeah maybe if i did a thing about uh like it's a suggestion for them was like a, a way you can you know reward yourself because yeah. I did I t- tried to have a joke before about the reason that I'm overweight is because I use food to reward myself and I think I'm fucking great <laughs> so like, that's how I'm fat because I just go like you're brilliant have a biscuit and it is people think that it's sadness that causes it's not it's because I think I'm great so I eat a biscuit oh you did a good job today oh it was good dog walk ah <laughs> just so maybe that's it maybe just leave yourself a little note and then later on I could be like it says you did great <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea actually <laughs> it's quite nice it's I, I like to um because as the tour goes on it becomes sort of like I've had it before where at the end of a tour I needed notes on the stage and there was the text we we put some monitors out so it looked like they were for sound and then we just had buzz words just key words mm. on and the sound guy they're not the sound guy like the texts were like oh you know remember your show yet you've been on tour for ages and I was like my brain is literally trickling out of my ears I'm so tired <laughs> and I don't want to miss bits out yeah, so I, th- I just had those it's not a memory test nobody cares if no. you don't remember it all of course I think that's weird yeah but also just you know that's just text isn't it you're like oh what's your job pressing buttons is it (laughs) (laughs) don't start me on that what what it says volume (laughs) on there not even don't you know that it's the volume (laughs) and also sometimes they don't even do it right (laughs) yeah oh i used to have i had one queue in one show and for 140 dates i think (laughs) i think they got it right a quarter of the time yeah and the queue the the queue was can you play the song please flower so it wasn't even like oh i've got to listen for that line it was a request <laughs> and i always learned the text name so i could say have you got mm. you know can you play the song please mark or you yeah. know whoever it was and uh and mostly they forgot or they just weren't there or they played the wrong song or they played the first song of the house music instead and mm. so then i had to my tour manager had to run the show from behind the curtain yeah. because you couldn't trust it so you're yeah. like, don't tell me i can't learn my show fuck off <laughs> i i had that when i saw someone um someone uh i was supporting on tour it wasn't rob but bryden i don't oh, think yeah. but at the beginning they were sort of saying what the sound cue was and the tech was so like right. arrogant in how he was responding 
and he still got it wrong. Like it was just, oh, it was just God. like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing, and then he, he cocked it up. Oh. So it's difficult, isn't it? Because you 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 would seem like such a like. You like you're throwing your weight anything. around as as an act, yeah. But you need it's your show. It's for the people. That's what they're paying yeah. for. That's but the we most used to have like a, like we'd print off a, like a sheet of all the things that they had to do, mm. yeah, so that they didn't forget anything. And they'd be like, "Yeah, I don't need this," yeah. and then they would. Yeah, yeah, they would yeah. have needed it. And the thing is, it's mm. never them that has to mop up. Like the time when I walked out and they turned, so I did Birmingham, not Birmingham, Brighton. A comedy festival two Saturdays in a row and the first Saturday I went out and they turned so I had the house music on creating a nice buzz you know like you do mm. then they cut them so they told me um there was no headphones or anything so they just said what we'll do is we'll bring the music down we'll bring your the, you know the microphone up at the back and you can introduce yourself and come out great it was dead easy dead easy tech mm. my techs are always dead easy and they turned the music off, dead off, put the lights on full. And it was like um, strip light in like an office, like blink, blink, oh, blink, blink, blink. Like that. And everybody was like, what the fuck? And then I just had to go, ladies and gentlemen, so afterwards <laughs> I said, I don't want. And they came over and they were like, yeah, sorry. And you're like, but I, we put the music on to create an atmosphere. And then I was supposed to bounce on off the back of the, oh, everybody's having a drink and a nice time. And it just went dead. And I had to dig it out of nowhere. And I just said, I don't want any of you here next Saturday I was on my own I had no tour manager or anything I said just don't I don't want any of you working next Saturday and sure enough I got there they were all young and I got there and it was all old men with grey hair and they were brilliant yeah, of, course. of course they were yeah. they've been doing it for 40 years of course they were great <laughs> but yeah it's really hard because it's easier with a tour manager because I get to go oh I don't know what happened and then yeah. the tour manager goes rah 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 yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but you're still the one that has to dig the shit out mm, you're still the one that has to get the audience warm again having killed them dead mm. but yeah kind of annoying but I just think I think that's what I've observed be- as being of people I know who are celebrities is people like like interacting with you in those like at theatres and mm. things but it is very easy for someone to 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 think you're an asshole when you're not. Like I find it's yeah, it's it's like just. Oh, I'm sure there are people who think I'm a bitch just because I like things done a certain way and I like to make sure everybody does their job properly. I'm sure there are. Yeah, but I don't really care. No. And also, it's it's either that or things are sloppily done and everybody likes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Anybody no one enjoyed the show, who can but. see. <laughs> yeah exactly (laughs) but it's hard because your aim is that every single person in that room all I want is for every single person in that room to go away thinking oh god I've had such a good laugh Mm. that's all I want yeah it's and I'll do my bit and if all you've got to do is put a light on and turn a microphone maybe do your bit as well (laughs) but I've got having a tour manager makes it a lot easier Mm. because you just got somebody who can call the show and then they're kind of running everything anyway and then Mm. I can just be funny in a corner ideally in the middle not in the corner but (laughs) it's um but I love I really I somebody asked me the other day how is it in the lockdown like not going anywhere and I find it really odd do you find it odd just being in the same place all the time Mm. yeah I find it um I'm not struggling like a lot of people I know are like I'm, I'm actually right. okay. Like I'm keeping myself busy and good. But I, I think that helps, doesn't it? But like just w- having something to focus mm, on. But even with writing, I, I don't like writing at home. I never have. I like to go to a cafe ah. or go and do something, and have people around. So I find that a bit weird. I, sort of getting focused. But it's 
I I never really had the, I always had to write like on the move or in a hotel room or whatever but I always had the romantic idea of being a proper writer was sitting in a cafe mm. and like <laughs> killing three hours with one cup of coffee <laughs> yeah, annoying everyone I always thought that was like that's a proper writer <laughs> and someday I'll be there but I um but I kind of constantly scribble I don't really sit down and write until the day of a new material gig and then I just shit my pants and work but do you do, um, you do what I do because I will think think of ideas and jot them down and then that's when I, I sit down once I've got a few of those and then I'll piece it all together but I can't sit down and just come up with ideas per, like no like I have I have to have the starting points exactly mm, the same I have yeah. to have the starting points because I can't sit down and go, I'm going to write about dogs today. I can't do it. I can't. Nothing comes. But I can be like, my mum's got a loud clock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's start on that. <laughs> what about my big fat nose? Let's start on that. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Sarah Millican! Yes! Part two! Hashtag awooga to Sarah Millican. Hashtag awooga to everybody listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in. It means a lot to us, doesn't it, Joe? It means a lot to me, Mark. Does it mean a lot to you, Mark? <laughs> means a lot to me, Joel. Hashtag Ooga, everyone. <laughs> Anyone that's brand new to the podcast is like, what, what are they doing? That makes no sense. But what I'd say go to back, those people... listen to it. Go back, yeah. listen to all the episodes. I, 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 I'm going to put my money where my mouth is here, Joel. I don't think there's a dud. No, there's one. Is there? Is there genuinely... <laughs> But I'm not going to tell anyone which one it is. But Tweet us with which one it, you think's the done. Yeah, at jokes <laughs> with Mark. Uh, also, last week we said we got to the end of a bit like this, and I said, uh, "I think you." I think I said, "No, one of us said no one's listening anymore." I think you said that, and then we said, "If you are listening, uh, tweet in." I'm here, and we got loads of I'm here. Loads here's. of people were there. Yeah, yes, which was very nice. So this time, tweet which you think was the dud episode, and make sure you <laughs> tag the comedian and at least three features. reasons why it's a dud. <laughs> as long as it's nothing to do with me, 
or job. <laughs> okay, and I also like to say, please do not do that. There's that is that, you will be surprised. To be honest, I think the people that listen to this podcast won't do that because everybody's lovely, in mm. my experience. But there are people on social media that think if they have a problem with something they've seen, it's very nice to tag the person, and that's there's not it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Right? Um, comedian Suze Kempner just now has done a really brilliant thread on Twitter about those kind of reply really? guys that feel a need to reply to stuff. Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, I've got that. Yeah. I've got that on TikTok a lot. Like, just just people just... There's, so I've got what, a couple of videos that have gone down well and then mm. people just go... One one person went... I tell you, I'm very, I am thick-skinned, which is lucky, I think. Because one person just went, throughout this whole video, I did this. And then it was an emoji with the face with a straight across mouth. <laughs> So what I do now, my little thing is, when everyone does a negative comment, I just put a, like a laughing face. Nice. And then if that winds them up, the next time I put two, and then every message they put, I put an extra laughing face. <laughs> it's just mad. What's the What's the most laughing faces oh, you've got? This to? is something I've just started, so I'm on two at the moment. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just can't. But some people, so quite a lot of people say, I don't get it. Like as in the joke. It's like, yeah. why would you want the whole world? Well, I'm not saying the whole world's <laughs> looking at my TikTok, Joel. Why would you want 50% of the world's population to know <laughs> you didn't get the joke? Like, just keep, it, keep it to yourself. I, Do some research. I pretend, I pretend to get all of your jokes. Ah, oh, thanks, Joel. Anyway, good stuff. Great episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Let us know. At Jokes with Mark. And if, you, uh, if you're feeling extra um, giving... You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. That really helps. Um, you might have heard that. Someone just threw something outside my window. You might not have heard it, but I feel like I should have mentioned it. But maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it, Joel. It's out there, it's now. Out there now. If you, if it's not there, I'll add in like a, a sound effect. Thanks, mate. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying. But yeah, leave us a five-star review. Thanks. Uh, anything more from you, uh, One more thing from me, Mark. Oh, what? I just if you're feeling just even that. extra giving, patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark for lots of extra content. There's, e- there's going to be even more Sarah Millican content on there, which is extremely yeah, exciting. Yeah, some offcuts from the podcast. Yeah, so head there. It helps support the podcast and you get extra mark in your ears and joel we're doing that because an on-demand episode going up yes. by the time you hear this it sh- it might be up <laughs> and, that, and that's a promise <laughs> anything more for you joel nothing more for me mark anything more from you mark nothing more for me joel hashtag awooga everybody wear a mask Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.